And we get the whistle, and we're all set to go as soon as Boris is ready. First guy on the field today, Boris Beatty, four hours before kickoff. Kickoff is high. It'll come down and taken at the 20-yard line. Grant will go up the middle. He'll kick it wide out to the right side, get across the 40 to the 45. Nice return. Bombers get good starting position for Zach Kolaris in his 10th season in the Canadian Football League. Third with the Bombers. Started here in Toronto, obviously, out of the University of Cincinnati. 718 yards passing through three games. 67.5% completion. Three touchdowns and two interceptions. So we'll see what the Argos can dial up here defensively and see if Winnipeg patterns themselves after what the Bombers did a week ago. Brady Oliveira will start in the backfield. Starting to the right of... Zach Kolaris. First down, Argo send five. Quick hitter, it is complete. And it will be to the midfield stripe. Greg Ellingson will haul it down, and it will be a gain of seven. Already from the Argos, you're seeing a much more aggressive line. The point of emphasis is get pressure, and they've hurt one of the Winnipeg linemen. Is that Jamarcus Hardwick? That is Jamarcus Hardwick getting He's pressure. A big man out of the University of Nebraska. He's been so good over up here. Sixth year. Uh, with the Bombers eighth in the CFL and uh, six five three nineteen, he is a large human being and an exceptionally good tackle. Yeah, he's and been good pr- for a long time. The problem time. is, the Bombers only dress six offensive linemen. So Liam Dobson, the former first over or first round pick of the Bombers, will come in, and we'll see how that shuffles on the offensive line. So it's always going to be interesting to see how it affects their their plan going forward. Oh, oh, he just ooh, got yeah. rolled into. Yeah, he was blocking, and uh, from the backside, Rob Priester blitzing, rolled up into the back of his leg, and it didn't look great, but he's up on his feet now. That's always a good sign. So Liam Dobson, out of the NCAA, good news is that Hardrick is up and walking off, but he is certainly favoring his left leg. That's got to be the scary thing for yeah. a guy that size when you've got all that weight. Yeah. And we'll see what they do with Dobson. Are they going to put him right into the right tackle spot? One would assume that would be the case. But all of a sudden, you've got four Canadians on the offensive line for the Bombers, which might give them an option somewhere else. So it's a second down and three from the midfield stripe. Augustine behind Kolaris in the pistol. Motion of plenty. They'll go up a gap and bouncing out is Oliveira. He's not going to get it. He will be stopped at the 54, 53 and a half. It's a good yard and a half, almost two yards shy. And we'll see what happens here. As uh, that was uh, Jaguar Davis, was it not, who made that tackle? It was Jaguar Davis. And already this game, I talked about it. Previously, you're seeing a much more physical defensive line creating uh, penetration. Each guy winning their one-on-one matchups. And that time, Jaguar Davis, we know he likes to live in the backfield. He's able to bring down Oliviera before he's able to get the first down. Mark Legge on the punting squad come on. Michael Shea loves running tricks from this part of the field, but he will get the punt away. And it will be Brissett taking it at the 7-yard line. Comes up the sideline, 15-20. And we'll get knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard line by Theodric Hansen, the global player. And the Argonauts will take over first down as the defense holds, forcing a two and out. They'll take over at the 25-yard line with McLeod Bethel-Thompson, fifth year with the Argos out of Sacramento State. 
and UCLA. 71.2% completion rate, one touchdown, two picks, 447 yards in two games. And the Argos will put four receivers to one side to start. Andrew Harris in the game, and he will get it on first down and bounce off two tacklers and take it to the 30 for a gain of five. Vintage Andrew Harris. One thing you knew was Andrew Harris was going to get the first touch in this game. He does what he does best, make the first guy miss. And when he seems like he's going down, he's able to plow forward for a few extra yards, put the Toronto Argonauts in a, a second and medium situation. You think they run at the tackles tonight? They keep the ends out of it? And if you do, the problem is you got Adam Big Hill behind them. Right. But the, we talked about these ends. They get so wide. They want sacks. Running at them might be the best way to go. Second and five from the 30. Three receivers go to the left. The snap is a little off. McLeod Bethel-Thompson gets it away to the 35. It is going to be complete, and it's going to be an Argo first down as Cam Phillips makes the catch in his second year out of Virginia Tech. That was a great job of McLeod Bethel-Thompson going through his progression, seeing the first guy wasn't open, going to two, going to three, coming over the middle, and getting the first down. And Cam Phillips catching the ball and getting north and south right away, getting the Argos first down. That's going to be a key in this game, sustaining drives. Declan Cross checks into the game. First down from the 36-yard line. Ball on the right hash mark. Three receivers come to the near side. Speedy B isolated up top. McLeod Bethel-Thompson looks for Banks. He's got him at midfield, and Banks dropped it. Hit him right in the mitts. Speedy couldn't hang on. It would have been good for about 17 on a first down as he headed to the sideline. Instead, it'll be second and 10. I love this play design because Toronto Argonauts have Speedy Banks to the wide side of the field one-on-one, and he's got the entire field to work with. He gets a lot of separation on his wide side out. It should be completed. Drops it. Taps his chest to say it's my fault. Hopefully he gets the next one. Right in the hands. Perfect ball by Mack. Yeah. Three to the near side on second and ten from the 35. Bethel Thompson goes the same route and is picked off. And it could be six. Winston Rose jumps it and he's going to go to the house. So the Bombers strike first on a pick six. It was the same idea, throwing it out, same route, a little flatter from Banks, and it is picked off, and the Bombers score first. This is a situation where a play works once. You think you have it, you can go back to it, but these DBs, you show them something multiple times, they're ready to pounce, and that's what Winston Rose does right here. GD Banks runs the exact same route. This time he's sitting on it, he's ready for it, able to make the catch. And score a touchdown, and that's what happens when you go to the well one too many times. Legio comes out for the conversion. Three of five. He's been perfect on field goals, but he's missed a couple of converts. Seven of seven on field goals. Kick has the leg. Got it. Seven-nothing Bombers with 10.52 remaining in the opening quarter. We'll take the timeout. It's Argo football on TSN 10.50. 46-yard pick six for the Bombers. They're up first as Winston Rose takes it to the house, and we'll see how the Argos bounce back exactly the worst thing this offense needed for the confidence you know after you know obviously getting blown out last week only scoring three points you want to come out on your first drive make a statement that's probably the worst thing that you expect to happen but the the beauty of it is as a pick six you get the ball right back and another opportunity here on on the second drive of the game what really sucks from the argos perspective is they moved the ball well the first couple of plays did everything right mac hits brandon banks he drops it yeah so you would keep building that momentum and when McLeod gets into that rhythm he's fantastic yeah. it's just trying to get him into that rhythm and that's not going to help no that's not going to help but 
you know, in professional sports, you've got to have a quick memory because bad things will happen. And it's always, it's always about how you respond from what happens to you, from game to game, play to play. You've got to have a quick memory. And you're just going to get an opportunity to show what his memory is like on this next drive. On the kickoff, Isaiah Wright goes back again deep. He's joined by A.J. Ouellette. Sorry, Olette. I heard it from his mother-in-law <laughs> on the pregame. He didn't tell us that was his name. We've been calling him Olette for, or Ouellette for two years, but it's Olette. Yeah, we thought he was French. It will be right, though. Take it from the 20, 25, 30. The 35 down the sideline to the 38, and that's where the Argos will take over first and 10, trailing 7 nothing all of a sudden. And we'll see how McClaw Bethel Thompson rebounds as he leads the offense out. Isaiah Wright comes up from the NFL a couple of years ago, had 27 catches for Washington in 14 games. He, for me, might be the perfect R once yeah. he gets used to this. He's got the body type. Yeah, absolutely. The skills. And they will go to Andrew Harris off guard, left side, not much, maybe two, following Phil Blake and Justin Lawrence. Well, Winnipeg defense, you know, they, you know, other than Saskatchewan, they allowed the fewest rushing yards in the CFL consistently. And it's going to be tough sledding. And no one knows this defense better than Andrew Harris. He's seen them live for a lot of years. But the best way to help Andrew Harris in this game is for everybody to, you know, do their job. Catch the ball when it comes to you. Second and eight from the 41. Bombers bring pressure from depth. Go over the middle, in and out of the hands of Cam Phillips. He had Adam Big Hill in coverage. I don't know if Big Hill got a hand on it or not. Either way, Phillips couldn't bring it in, and it is going to be a two and out as out comes the Aussie, John Haggerty, to punt. Yeah, this was a tough, tough route. He gets in behind Big Hill, but Big Hill recognizes, drops underneath, and is able to get his hands in there late. High kick will come down at the 29-yard line. Grant will take it out to about the 34, 35. We'll take the timeout. Bombers will take over, leading 7-0. We have 9.46 left in the open quarter. This is Argo Football on TSN 1050. 7-0 Bombers. Mike Hogan along with Nate Ajay. 6.46, 9.46 rather remaining here in the opening quarter. See how the Argo defense uh, responds. They look good on the first outing, forcing two and out very quickly. Oh, yeah. It's a different group right now. You can tell by the first play how the guys were getting out the ball. They were challenged. And so far, they, they, they've responded well. The guys, you know, defensive guys especially, they take it personal when, you know, you run all over them. So, you know, I can already tell these guys are up for this game. It's going to be a much different result. Zach Kolaris, one of one for seven yards on the opening drive, but then Oliveira couldn't get it done. A one-yard gain on second down, forced the punt. You know what's funny? Oliveira last year had his second game against the Argonauts, and after you know going for over 100 in his first CFL game, came to Toronto and had merely 26 yards rushing. Yeah. And you know, I'm looking for the Argos defense to put on a performance similar to that. First down in the pistol. Oliveira behind Colaros, yeah. who overthrows the intended receiver. As pressure came from depth, the Argos sent seven, and the ball sailed. On Zach Kolaris, who may have wanted to just keep yeah. his receiver from getting killed. That and the pressure was getting to him, so he had to release it before the receiver was open. 
And that's what happens when you get pressure. These DBs look way better once you get a little bit of pressure. And I told you, that's a DB's best friend, pressure. Jamarcus Hardrick back in the game for the Bombers at right tackle. That's good news for the Bombers and obviously for Jamarcus. Had his ankle rolled into on the previous series. Back to pass. Kolaris, three-man rush this time. He's going to step up, and he's going to run and slide at the 41-yard line. Well short of the first down, and for the second consecutive series, the Argos defense forces a two and out. That's So when we talk about, you know, playing smart, you know, Zach Kolaris, you know, is a guy that's taking a lot of hits. You know, it, probably in his younger days, he probably would dove head first oh, yeah. or try to take on yeah. some guys. But he's a lot, a lot older now, live for the next down. And, you know, uh, McLeod Beth Thompson, you, know, you don't have to try to make every throw. Live for the next throw. He can learn a lot from, you know, guys like that. Isaiah Wright, Dijon Brissett. Back for the Argonauts, waiting for Mark Leggio's punt. Gets it away from his own 30. It'll wobble. It'll come down to Isaiah right outside the numbers at the 19-yard line. He'll cut it back to the middle looking for a block. He's not going to get it. He'll be taken down almost immediately at the 19-yard line. So the Argos will come out trailing 7-0, 8-20 remaining in the opening quarter. It's Argo football on the home of the Noble Blue. It's TSN 1050. 20 left, opening quarter. Just showing some uh, favorite American-born Argos. And they just, I didn't realize this. Did you know the Argos general manager played? <laughs> They're showing pinball Clemens up on the screen. Who knew? Oh, no. Who would have known? Who would have known? He was all right. Played? He was all right. Maybe he Hall of Famer. Right. Oh, yeah. Nobody in pro football carried the football for more yards than Mike Clemens. Total yardage, returns, receptions, running plays. Just a remarkable athlete and doing a great job as general manager. I don't know if Andrew Harris is here without him. I don't know if. Jagera Davis is no. here without him. No. Speedy B. I don't know if Speedy is here without him. So the Argos will take over to their own 19-yard line, trailing 7-0. McLeod Bethel-Thompson trying to rebound from an interception. And a two and out. Three receivers will start to the left with the ball on the right hash mark. Speedy B singled up to the near side. And they will go Andrew Harris again. And he will bounce off two tacklers, take it out to the 26-yard line for a gain of seven. And a flag comes out as Harris's helmet got ripped off. I don't know if that's the flag or not, but Andre Prue threw it from the backfield. It's going to be interesting to see what this flag is. Face Major mask. Powell. Face mask. Winnipeg number 35, 15-yard <laughs> from the end of the play, and a first down. We don't like Hamilton either, Andre. That's okay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's we know how Andrew Harris's helmet came off now. So he gets the seven on the ground and then tack on 15 more for plus 22. All of a sudden, they're out at the 41-yard line. They'll break the huddle. Three receivers will go up top. Tavares Daniels and Speedy B come to the near side. Ball on the right hash mark. Harris again. And he'll take it across for a couple of yards. Out to the 44, so they'll give him three yards on first down. I don't mind the Argonauts establishing the run, especially when you got a running back playing his former team, and he's going to be hyped up every time he touches the ball. It's just going to help the passing game, the intermediate stuff, the slants underneath when the linebackers are coming up to fill. You know, it's a, it's a great job of the Argos' plan. You know, early on, they just need to stick to it and complete, you know, the short passes when they come. Harris behind Bethel Thompson. Oh, he bobbles the snap. They send five. He throws a no. jump ball up, and it's picked again on the far sideline. And the Boo Birds are going to come out now. As that was picked off, Nick Taylor, I believe, has the pick on the far side. And here they come on cue. 
And the Argos turn it over for a second time in the opening quarter, trailing 7-0. No, that's that's a situ- situation where you make a, a bad play and, and you make it worse by trying to forcing it, trying to do too much. And we just talked about Zach Kolaris. When it, it isn't there, you don't try to force it. You live to play another down. Well, right there, Nick, um, right there, McLeod Beth Thompson bobbles the snap. And instead of just throwing it away, he still tries to make a play. And the DB is on it. Nick Taylor able to intercept it. And these are the ones you have to learn from. It can't happen, especially twice in the game. So the Bombers start with a short field, starting at the Argo 54. Six men come. He dumps it off. He's got a man in Wolotarski, and it will be good for about six yards as the Argos sent six that time. They're getting after uh, a guy who's seen basically everything you can see in 10 years as a quarterback. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they get a free man off the edge, and Zach Caleros gets it away right away. He doesn't want to take any kind of hits, and he knows where his hot reads are, and he, he gets rid of it, and now they're in second and short. In case you were wondering, Chad Kelly is not warming up on the sidelines. Second down, and we'll call it a long three from just outside the 47-yard line. Flirting with field goal range with the wind to their back, Kolaris will have Augustine behind him in an eye formation. It's an end around, and taking it uh, outside the 40-yard line will be Greg McRae, who was lined up in the slot. Yeah, He's you, usually a running back, but they had lined him up on the outside there. Different look. He'll take it inside the 40 to the 37, and that will be a first down. You can tell they have some packages for McCray this game. First series, they, they faked that same play to him, and he's going to be involved in, in this game because he looks like he's got some speed to him, and they want to try to stretch his defense and show multiple looks, especially you know with the different running backs they have. They have Johnny Augustine in at running back now. He just checked in. Mike Miller has checked in as well, the fullback. They fake a toss, again. and they run an end around again to McCray. This one's not going to work as well. It'll get maybe three yards down to the 36. Yeah. You know, the market at the 37 for a gain of two. He's a speedster, and they, they want to try to get him involved. You know, this uh, try to give some pop to this offense, uh, try to get some more explosive plays, and I, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot of them. He's listed third on the depth chart, but he's been on the field just as much as the other two running backs. It was an interesting blocking scheme on that. A little slow to get out there. Yeah. Slow developing play. It gained two. They're in field goal range now. Four receivers, including McCray, will go out wide. The backfield is officially empty. Two receivers come to the near side with the ball on the left hash mark. Back to pass. And going over the middle. And a flag comes out for pass interference, I assume, on Shaq Richardson. Yeah. Did he get his arm in there before the the ball was thrown, or was there contact early? Flags are down. Is that going to be a hold or pass interference? Pass interference. Shaq doesn't agree. Defensive pass interference. Toronto number one. This will be a 10-yard penalty and automatic first down. So the the contact came shy of the first down, but because it did, it's a 10-yard penalty and a first down. The market at the 27-yard line. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a hold. It's, not, it's either way. It's a hold. It's not a pass interference. The ball was still in the hand of the quarterback when he made his cut. It was, it was a solid hold. Like, yeah. There's no question about the call. I'm not sure he needed it. He looked like he was right on it. The throw was a little behind, but, you know, as a DB, you just never know. So if you feel in danger, you're going to grab the cloth. At the 27-yard line on the left hash mark, bunch formation to the far side. Kolaris has some time. He's going to spread out. 
chased. He'll throw the ball no into, into traffic and somehow completed it to the 15-yard line. Wolotarski was there, made the catch, and a heads-up play, although it may not have been the best decision by Kolaris, it worked out well for him. His initial read, the number one receiver, Greg Ellison, falls down on this route. So he's hanging out to the ball. He does a pirouette in the backfield, spins all the way around, comes back to his fourth or fifth read, throws it up, and he's able to make the catch. And, you know, sometimes you got to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good. But he short-armed it into, into <laughs> in pressure, into, into coverage, tight coverage. Yeah. But it worked out. Yeah. It's the first down at the 15-yard line for the Bombers, up 7 nothing. Empty of the backfield. Back to passes to Laris. Looking, looking. Goes to the near side. Has a man at the 10-yard line. It is complete for a gain of about five yards. As that was Bailey with the catch. Rasheed Bailey, the third-year bomber. Yep, one of the tougher receivers they have. A possession guy. And he caught that ball knowing he was going to take a lick. And was able to hang on. Now it's second and five. And the Argos can get off the field. They're only allowing three if they can get a stop here. Big play for the Argo defense. They do not want to go down two majors early. Ball just inside the 10-yard line. They've got to get to the five. So a short five or a long four, whether you're a positive or negative kind of person. Augustine's in the back. Check the Oliveira's in the backfield, and a flag comes down. Time count? Time count. Time count violation. Winnipeg number eight. That's this a tough penalty. five-yard penalty. Still second down. It does bring a few more plays into the playbook. With the short end zone here at BMO. Yeah. So they'll snap it from the 15-yard line, and it's all of a sudden second and 10. And Janarian Grant, the returner, comes in as the receiver as they take out Dalton Schoen. Empty backfield. Three-man rush. Polaris looking, looking. Gets Redder over the middle. Has a man. Touchdown. Wolotarski went over the middle to the post. It was in traffic again, but he makes the catch. And all of a sudden, the Bombers are up 13. Now, this is a Zach Caleros hanging on his back foot, trusting his guy to get in the right window. He waited for Drew Wolotarski to you know, enter the right window, able to deliver it high away from the defense, and he brings it down. That's a, that's a quarterback example of a quarterback just trusting his guy to be in the right spot, hanging on to the ball in that zone. And the uh, uh, Bombers up 14 with this pending kick. You can't make multiple mistakes against the best team in the league. Absolutely not. And the Bombers have turned two turnovers into 14 po- 13 points, depending on this kick by Legio. From the middle of the field, the 32. It's up, has the leg, and it is good. It's 14 nothing for the Bombers with 247 remaining here in the the quarter and now we've got a flag afterwards and we'll take the time out let you know what it is when we come back 14 nothing bombers you're listening to argo football on tsn 1050 14 nothing bombers here just inside three minutes remaining in the opening quarter and there were offsetting majors on that for unnecessary roughness the bombers left guard jeff gray and the argos defensive tackle sean oakman both misconduct penalties, which means if you get a second one of those, you're gone. And we saw that uh, running rampant in the Montreal-Saskatchewan game the other night. Yep. And you get enough of those, they start releasing you. Which happened today in Montreal. So, middle linebacker who was involved in that. Bye-bye. 
So now the Argos will try to get something going here. Bombers have used the win. They haven't really had to. As they've taken the 14-0 lead, taking two interceptions, one to the house directly, and then capitalizing on a lengthy drive to score the second one. Argos had the opportunity a couple of times to keep the Bombers out of the end zone, but Zach Kolaris worked his magic, and the Bombers were able to extend the drive a couple of different times. Legio's kickoff, high, not the deepest, and it will be Wright taking it at the 20-yard line, to the 30, to the 35, cutting, and he will be taken down with a flag down as well, tackled at the 30-yard, 33-yard line, and from where they threw that one, that's going to be against the Argos. Thrown by the side judge on the far side. Illegal block, Toronto number 25, 10-yard penalty, First down Eli Menser, who was such a terror on special teams last year, on coverage. He was last year. He played six games and he led the team with ten special teams tackles. Yeah, which is insane. But he gets uh, the penalty on that one, which will move the ball back, and the Argos down fourteen. Will start at their own sixteen. Not ideal, but. You know, once you're, you're in a hole, you got to start digging one play at a time. Bethel Thompson, one of five, two interceptions, five yards. That's it. Had one drop by Speedy B, which would have been a first down. Oh and another God. snap goes nowhere near Bethel Thompson. And back to fall on it on the five-yard line was Markeith Ambles. And if the crowd was impatient before, it just got worse. As another bad exchange between Bethel Thompson and... Justin Lawrence, the center. That's a few times this game where, you know, one led to interception, and this could have very well been another turnover, but McLeod Beth Thompson isn't even looking under center. Or he, he just looks, he just missed it. He just whiffed on he it. He just whiffed on it. And Wasn't a bad snap by Lawrence. It looked like he was ready for it. He just missed it. That's Second and 21 from his end zone. Bethel Thompson no. under pressure rolling, dumps it off. He's got a man at the 10. Out to the 17-yard line is Andrew Harris, who is probably not enjoying this quarter at all with a minute 40 left. The Bombers will get the ball back up 14. Oh, if, you know, you get blown out in the next game, the last thing you want to happen is a 14-0 lead for the other team. So they've got to pick it up, and they've got to pick it up quickly. And this crowd is already starting to get impatient, but it is not looking good so far. Well, the Bombers have had some playmakers make plays. Argos are going to have to have that happen soon. High, high punt by Haggerty. Taken at the 48-yard line by Grant, who will take it down to the Argo 50. So, again, outstanding field position for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, up 14 with a buck 21 remaining in the first quarter. You know what? This, most of this game has felt like Winnipeg has lived in Toronto's territory, and you know they've had the momentum You know since... This is literally the beginning of this game, and you, it, Toronto needs a big play to shift the momentum. Something, you know, either a sack or interception or a big play to get the get your teammates back. Kalara believing six, six of seven for just forty-seven yards, but it's been allowed forty-seven with one touchdown. Only thirteen yards rushing for the Bombers, and they'll try the rush again. As they hit McCray, and he will get popped about two yards past the line of scrimmage as they tried that end route again. Yeah. Stretched the field, but so did the Argos defensively at second and seven and a half. Yeah, that, that might do it. A big hit by Enoch Mwamba. 
you know, get, get the guys believing this game is still there for the taking. But that's maybe the third or fourth time that McCray has touched the ball. That he's been a big emphasis, and you can see why. He's got a lot of speed. Deshaun Amos was the guy who came in with that lick. Second and long, call it seven and a half from just outside the 47. Johnny Augustine is in. And four receivers will come to the left side with the ball on the right hash mark. Four-man rush from the Argonauts. Kolaros has some time. Pocket breaks down. He takes off. Rolling to his right. Rolling. Throws across his body down to the 10-yard line. Is it caught? Oh, my God. Did the receiver he dig did. it out? Dalton Schoen. Yes. Schoen is going to get credit for the catch. Didn't see uh, a sign from the official that it was complete or incomplete, but they're going to mark it at the 12-yard line. He went down and dug it out. Again, tight coverage. But he slid and was able to get this lap underneath the football. And it's a first down for the Bombers. That's Zach Laris in the backfield creating. You know, turns a would-be sack into an explosive play downfield of Dalton Schoen. And, you know, the quarterbacks like this just know when to strike. Four receivers to the left this time. Ball on the right. Hash mark. Counter play. Augustine. Uh-uh. That was Enoch Mwamba. He shot the gap. He got in there on the final play of the first quarter to make it second and long as it's a short field for the Bombers. We'll take the timeout. We'll see if the Argos can regroup down 14 after 15. You're listening to Argos Football on TSN 1050.